0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Conversations on Conversations, where each week we explore a topic to help us have more powerful conversations with ourselves and others. I'm your host, Sarah Noel Wilson, and joining me today is a dear friend, colleague, and partner, Danita High, and we will be exploring the topic of how do we create coaching cultures and why coaching is just so powerful for us to develop in our relationships, not only at work, but even outside of work. So let me give you a little bit of information about Danita so you can fall in love with her as much as I have over the time that we've worked together. She is the VP of Culture and Employee Development at First Community Bank, located down in Arkansas. She's been in some form of coaching, teaching, mentoring, supporting others for over 28 years. And one of the things you're going to hear is um, her passion for this work. And, and you know her belief is that every single person sitting in front of her has value. And so how does she help them see, believe, and amplify that value? they bring to the table so I'm so excited to welcome to the show Danita hi hi Danita hi
1: Sarah thank you what else do you want our audience to know about you well, I think um, really it's um, for me. It's it's less about me and, and really more about others. Honestly, um, I always tell people the more the less that they see or need uh, me, so to speak. It just means that they're growing stronger um, within and uh, they're growing in um, their purpose and and mm-hmm. all that they need to to give um, in wherever they are, whatever position they're in. Um, I do enjoy, as you shared, you know, just finding the value in everyone and and helping them to see it. Um, I believe everyone is, is created with a, with a very special purpose, and we just want to help them uncover that um, and really walk in it and live it.
0: Yeah, no, that's beautiful. Well, I'm excited to talk about this because obviously you and I have lots of conversations in our work together and just our shared passion for this. And we know we have a lot of folks who listen to the show globally who are in leadership positions, who are in HR positions, who might be thinking, oh, I'm interested in that. And so I'm curious, you know, take us back a bit of your journey to this place? Because I think it's really, I think it's remarkable, um, the investment that your organization has made from the standpoint of really committing to employee culture. There's a lot that your company does that's so outstanding related to that. But talk to us about your journey to coaching and seeing the value of it and the work you're doing today for First Community
1: really my journey started from a personal standpoint. Um, I, um, have always, as you mentioned earlier, um, for the past 28 years through ministry, through work with women, um, I've, I've been blessed to be in several leadership um, positions with, um, with, with women's ministry and, and different, different components. And, um, I just really began to work uh, a lot with just different individuals. And and I was drawn to, from the leadership standpoint, obviously leaders have such an opportunity to create, uh just this environment that is that's just so impactful um and so as as when i working with first community of course our culture has always been so very special and and just something that we wanted to make sure that we didn't lose and never outgrow and and through conversations and just through uh just the process of of growing in this department with culture uh it just uh, my personal coaching uh, that i was doing outside the bank um our chairman and CEO ask about bringing it in-house from a management coaching perspective and um, which I'm a believer in. I believe Mm -hmm. in management training. I think it's very important but there is just something completely different and special about a coaching culture. And so if you can help leaders uh, really, really kind of look inward and see what qualities that they have and then help to pull that out and show them not only how to lead but also how to influence their teams in a very positive way, that's when you begin to transform uh, workplaces and really any environment. And so, we brought this in house um, just through a conversation that was just well. Let's start a management coaching program, and so we brought it in house and began to see the benefits immediately through our managers, um, but also not only our managers, but then began to see it just kind of grow throughout our employee base. And um, what we realized really quickly is is you know I think sometimes you don't realize a need until you create mm-hmm. something, and then yeah. it begins to grow. And that's what we've discovered. So over the past year and a half as We've really unrolled, un- just rolled this program out. Um, we it's just began to grow and expand. And what we're seeing is the more that we share about it, the more need, and the more people are beginning to, to buy in and ask. And you know, one of the the biggest, and you you might get to this, but one of the biggest challenges has been you know ch- shifting a mindset from coaching is not a it's not something that because you've done something wrong you yeah. need to be coached. No, it's completely opposite of that. Coaching is such a gift. It is a gift to every single person that, that will take part in it. And what it does is just brings to light all of your good, all of your strong qualities and, and helps you begin to walk in those and grow in those. And, you know, it's, it's not a punishment. I tell people coaching is not something <laughs> negative. It is the greatest gift that you can offer. And, uh, we're blessed that we offer it within our company. Um, I, I tell our employees, they are so very blessed to work for an organization that offers something like this. Um, because yeah. we do it right here, and and we're here to help them, and it really brings that. You say you support, right? Mm-hmm. But it brings that support to life in this really powerful way. Um, and then we watch our employees begin to meet their goals, and and it's just contagious. It's so good.
0: You 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 you, you spoke to this that that shifting the mindset of who is coaching for? Because I think in so many other situations, historically, a lot of times coaching was reserved for uh, when somebody was on a performance improvement, when they were having challenges, instead of thinking about it as how do we amplify? How do we help people do things differently? I want to go back and, and dig into something you said, because it's definitely something that I experienced. At my last organization as well when we started to push towards creating a coaching culture was how different the acceleration of behavior change was when we started to bring in one-on-one coaching compared to maybe traditional uh, classrooms and not that there's anything wrong with those obviously like we're big supporters of those because we facilitate a lot um, but there is something That is different, and I'm curious to know from your perspective what have you observed uh, from a standpoint of how development looks and feels different when you bring in that one on one coaching perspective?
1: Well, it takes practice, it, it takes it to a completely different level, and it goes you know, it's it becomes so so just it's it's a personal level, but it's it's just I tell them, you know, every coaching conversation is different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can offer a training manual that gives them all of the same information. And and yes, there's a place for that. But with a with a coaching conversation, I'm able to get to know that person. We're able to really get go into, okay, what is it? What am I struggling with? What is the root of those struggles? And then to be able to help them, you know, to set those steps in place, to be able to overcome it. It's It's completely just it's transformational, Mm -hmm. really. And it's from the smallest changes. You know, it's the little things that began to make such an impact. And the beautiful picture is as they began to grow then I'm I, I often you know just just even walking through the hall I'll hear someone where they actually then are coaching one another mm-hmm. and they're they're be- it's just growing and and it's it's I call it my ripple <laughs> I, I believe in that it's that ripple effect of being able to help one person and overcome a challenge and then they begin to grow and help others and it just begins to spread and and yeah. we need that that positive ripple effect in our workplaces in 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 honestly, in any environment.
0: It's one of the things that was really exciting when you were rolling this out was the overwhelming response that yes. you got. You you know, in the beginning, I remember you saying, we'll see, we'll see if people are interested. And then it was, Sarah, I, mm-hmm. I we need to bring on more coaches because my, my schedule is so full. And I think that that speaks to, particularly from a leadership perspective, Leadership can feel really lonely. Yes. Even even though you have peers who may be going through stuff, I think that organizations generally, we don't do a good enough job bringing together that leadership team as a support system for each other. So it can feel very isolating. And sometimes also I think that there are times when... Maybe you don't want to talk to your boss because you don't want it to reflect negatively on you. Or maybe you're not ready to talk to your HR business partner because you don't, you're not ready to escalate something, right? Or take action on. You just want to process it and sit with it. And that's, that's such a value that I, I see when companies invest in coaching is what's a safe place for these leaders who are expected to be sort of all knowing, perfect on some level, even though we know we aren't because we're humans, but there's this expectation. So I'm curious, you know, what, when you think about where you were hoping this would start, and where it is now, what has surprised you the most?
1: Well, in the very beginning, I mean, it was so, it was, you know, it was brand new and we didn't know, as I shared with you, I I, I stood and presented the program at our strategic planning meeting in October of last year. And, uh, and it was a program that just, you know, we didn't know for sure what the response would be. And immediately I came back to my computer that next Monday and started sending out personal invitations to, um. Some of our leadership, and I had a hundred percent participation, one hundred percent, which was so huge. Um, but also the approach we took with it, I think, is very important. Um, and and I think that's something I want to speak to. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're yeah. looking to create a coaching something like we've done with our management coaching program, it's how you go about it, and it really does have to come as an invitation of you know mm. we it is an invitation to support and help. It's not to it, we it's not. I I tell our managers. I'm not telling you how to be a manager. I am your support. I am here to be that listening ear. I'm here to be, you know, and sometimes that's what it is. It's just let me run this past you. Is this mm-hmm. how would, how should I handle this? And obviously, through the coaching conversation, they're the ones that come up with the plan. Yeah. I'm just helping facilitate that conversation and helping them get there. Um, and so I think how you approach it, you know, it's it, we, we number one did not make it mandatory. Yeah. I was very passionate about, I did not want it to be mandatory. I didn't want someone to be forced to do it. So we were very open with this: is an invitation to you. This is something we're offering. It is not mandatory. It is a gift, and I use that word a lot. It is a gift to you. And so our managers bought in with it, and and they with open arms, uh, it was received, and um, my 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 coaching calendar filled up really quickly, um, and so we started off with a base of you know just are our, our core group of managers what I did not see. So this will go into mm, here. Yeah. What I did not see was how it was going to grow so mm. much into the employees. Mm. Um, and so I started having employees reaching out and they were saying, you know, I'm really not in a leadership position, but could I possibly get a session? Could I possibly mm. visit with you? And of course, my response to that with everyone is you are absolutely a leader. Mm. You you might not have the title, but you are leading. You are leading someone every single day. Just your, your demeanor, your your smile, your attitude, how you respond to your coworkers you have the opportunity to lead. And um, I think something you shared with me is sometimes we lead from behind. And and so, you know, it's you, we are all leaders. And so that I didn't really envision when we did a management coaching program, that it was going to become a first community bank coaching program that was going to grow in in, in, and really our employees began to take part in it. And I mean, we work on goals. We work on some small goals. We work on some really big goals. Uh, but to see those results and to watch those employees grow, that's where the development comes in. And, and that's what we began to see. And so it's just really beginning to, you know, to open up doors, you know, through the coaching. Then now we're seeing, OK, what training programs do we need? Yeah. The coaching is bringing those things to light, yeah, which is such a beautiful thing for any company because it's not we're not just creating programs now. We're creating programs programs based on what our employees are saying they need through the coaching conversations. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I, I
0: I love that there was the willingness and openness to do that because so often organizations, maybe, maybe they work with an external or they have an internal coach and it's just for people who are managing others, right, who are in that formal position of power and authority. And you know, so many companies are struggling with how do we keep people engaged? How do we retain our talent? How do we develop them? And this is such a meaningful way. And we saw this firsthand at Arag at my last company too, because we didn't just offer it to team or to managers, we offered it to anyone. Yes. And suddenly you had somebody who was a customer care rep going, I've never had this kind of development opportunity before. Mm-hmm. And in it, and it, uh, reinforced the the impact, right, of the company of we're say we were invest in you, we yes. say we value you, so this is what we're going to do. And then then that point that you bring up is so valid of, and it's also a way to understand what are, what are the challenges, whether it's yes. programs, maybe it's policies we need to look at, maybe mm-hmm. there's things holistically as a company we need to assess because we keep hearing this over and over. Um, and how do we do that? I know you and I've had lots of conversations about the pros and cons of being external versus internal. And and there are and I'm, you know, and we've talked about those. And, and I'd like to dig into those because there's certainly there is value to having somebody external uh, to the organization, and there is value to having somebody internal who's there day in and day out, who understands the the nitty gritty, but there's some challenges with that as well. So talk to us for people who might be listening. Maybe they're developing their own coaching culture. Maybe they're thinking about it. What are some watch outs that you would suggest people pay attention to?
1: I think first and foremost, it's going to depend on how willing you are to... um, Except that there could be some, some hard conversations come out of those internal coaching conversations Mm -hmm. you may you I think it's as a company you know how are we going to address you know when we do see need for improvement um how how are we going to receive that feedback Mm -hmm. um how you know what are we going to do about it when it when it does come up because when you're creating something like a uh, like a coaching culture and you're having these conversations people are going to be honest and that's what we want them to do and so um I think it's just I think you need to do a test on number one, are we are we willing to really address um, the the things that come up that, you know, are challenges and need improvement? So how comfortable are we with that? Um and then, really, just kind of seeing what's going to work best for our company. I think there are there, are, like we've said, there's value for both external and internal. Um, I have to speak more from the internal side because mm-hmm. that's where I am. Um, and I, I think one of the you know the benefits of that, especially, is if you've got an internal coach. I know, and I'll use myself as an example. You know, the culture. You, you, you. It's just, it's a part of you. It's a part of your conversations. And what made it work so beautifully for us is you know we it i was able to line up our coaching program with our core values with our purpose statement we were able to really kind of make sure that those conversations were very consistent with mm-hmm. our messaging and when you're coaching multiple levels of management you can keep that message consistent throughout and so that's a really special you know benefit to that um And so I think, you know, just to answer your question, the watch out is, you know, are we going to be comfortable with what Mm -hmm. what comes up? And um, and I say that because you certainly want your coach, if they're the ones sharing the feedback, you know, not to feel like, you know, they're they're just bringing up, you know, issues. But they're but you're just you have an open communication.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, and ultimately, the goal is how do we have help that person have the conversations, right? I know that that's something that we navigated is, I think, you know, a couple more that I would add is, sometimes it can be easy when we're internal to want to do the work right yes. for folks and and also and i think something that you do a really lovely job of is constantly attending to any potential bias because right that is a potential watch out maybe i have an opinion about somebody that they have an opinion about mm-hmm. or maybe i have a different experience with somebody and i might unintentionally dismiss their concerns or whatever the case is and i think that that, that is such a necessary skill to constantly be aware of is how do i make sure because i have relationships with these people mm-hmm. that i can show up in a way that's really supportive and um and again at setting aside my assumptions or my experiences mm-hmm. so that i can can be with this person that um that point you brought up though of are are we as an organization really ready to address the challenges is so important because i think that you know, and just to clarify for folks, because I can imagine some people might be listening, that the the goal is not to have it be a conduit for people to complain. Mm-hmm. The goal is not to have it be a space, right? But it is a place for them to process things they're struggling with, mm-hmm. they're, they're frustrated with, whether it's with themselves, maybe with colleagues, or uh, perhaps with the organization. But it's about them processing it, them coming up with action steps. Um, some of the times, right? Because other yes. times, it's just, I want to be a better leader. And here's mm-hmm. What do, how do I get there? Um, but you cannot, if you're going to ask for feedback, or if you're going to open up this conversation, you have to be willing to walk alongside those people to say, okay, so how do we do it differently or better? Mm-hmm. What, what advice, Danita, what advice as you're in this journey? Um, what advice would you have for somebody who's listening, who might be thinking, hmm, And you already shared a really great tip of if you're approaching it, make it as an invitation, don't, Mm -hmm. don't mandate it. But what other tips, you know, when you think about you starting, what do you wish you would have done differently? Or what were you really grateful that you did that you feel like set up this program for the level of success it's had so far?
1: Well, definitely the setup. Um, you know, my background. Uh, I come from a background of I, I was um, executive assistant. I've been I've I've played a supporting role through throughout my career, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then you know also through ministry. So I've always kind of played that role of of just being that support. Um, and and I think so for me personally, um, I had to develop some courage and bravery when it came to, you know, kind of stepping into this. And so that was my word courage. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just really helping people understand that your their best interest is at, is it your heart? Mm it's about them. It's about their success. It's about them, you know, really being able to lead with confidence. Um, and just to, to, if you can help them to see that you're just there to help them shine. Um, I almost called the program shine because Mm. really that's my ultimate Mm. goal. I want those leaders to really, you know, be able to shine in their roles. Um, I want those employees to be able to shine in every single day, you know, to be able to really, um, have that confidence. And so, um, I think it's just important, um, you know, for, just to make sure that, um, that you're, that you're coming with them on the journey. Um, it's about being, you know, it's, you're, you're with them and you're helping them. And, and then as they began to grow, um, it's it's so good. I always do a snapshot, too. I don't know if I mean, I always no, we, talk to about we that. start off. So I'll tell them, you know, our first session, I'll say, OK, take a snapshot of this moment. This mm. is your this is your before if you want to talk about before mm. and after. So we take a snapshot where they are, how they are feeling. Um, we just kind of go through that what where they are in this day. And then I tell them you go back to your whatever, your computer, your calendar, whatever. Go out six months. Put a reminder so that we can take another snapshot. Mm. And we I do that so that it's measurable. So that we have that moment where we stop and we pause because that's what happens with coaching. Sometimes you don't realize what you're you're just you're going through but you have to stop and be intentional yeah, yeah. about those snapshot moments. So for me it's every 6 months. There's a few that I'll do every 3, but we do usually every 6 months and we take a snapshot. And then we say, "Okay, who are you today? Mm. What what have you accomplished?" you know, and it is about their goals. It is about what they've accomplished with their goals. But for me, it's so much more than that. It's not just that they've accomplished their goals. It's who are you as a person today mm-hmm. that you that who are you? Are you are you better? Um, are you do you feel better? Are you more confident Are whatever it is that we've been working on? And so we take an intentional moment and, and we do. So uh, I, I love, love it that. when they come back to me. And I will usually put it on my calendar, but they always put it on their calendars and they'll come back and they'll say, it's my six month snapshot, you know, so let's I talk about that. it. And we'll just take a brief moment to celebrate those wins. And and I tell them, you have to celebrate it. You have to feel like you've accomplished something. Um, you know, a coaching conversation can go on and on and on if you're in it and you have to really stop and think, what have I accomplished? Yeah. Where am I today? And those are the best moments those are the moments where, you know, you're making an impact and a a difference. And, and it can be the smallest things, you know, it's sometimes it's just an employee that steps in and says, you know, I have not been late for work in three weeks. Yeah, And, you know, we celebrate that. We do a lot of celebrating, um, those, those wins and there's no win that's too small. Um, every single one is a building block and it's, it's helping them to be a better person. Um, it's the, greatest gift any company can give. I believe it with all of my heart. And then, you know, then to see how the company is stronger, because your people are stronger. Yeah. And it's it's just it's a wonderful investment. I that
0: exercise is such a powerful one and such a tangible one that I have no doubt people listening to this will be like, Oh, I could, I could start doing that now. I mean, that's something you can do. With yourself, that's Absolutely. something you can do with your team members that you support. That's something you can do with you know whoever that you may be in conversation with. Because especially when we're talking about changing behaviors, it, it, that's a lifelong journey. It is, and there's usually never a done. No, <laughs> and 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 pausing. And I know that that personally is something I struggle with, right? Especially if you're moving towards something that's going to take a while or you're not quite there yet it can be really easy to lose sight of but but what has shifted for me and where am Mm -hmm. i now and who am i now Mm -hmm. and i i love that i love that and also just the six-month snapshot like there's something really catchy about that title that's that's such a gift (laughs) Um, and now i want to be like what other tools are you using that we can (laughs) learn from but um but yeah no that's that's so that's so fantastic We'll be back with Danita High in a moment. You know, I I have seen firsthand, um, I believe, the power of coaching just from a standpoint of helping people think about how they can approach conversations differently. You know, so often we can be like in the workplace, um, you know, a manager, somebody brings them a problem and they have the solution, right? And it's yes. that kind of dynamic. And and the thing that I see when you think about creating a coaching culture, and there's lots of ways you can do that, right? Having internal coaches, partnering with external coaches, training your managers on coaching. Also, I'm a big proponent of train everyone on coaching Yes, because it is just a powerful powerful conversation, like a way of thinking differently about problems, a way of listening differently. Um, you know, and I'm curious, you know, when you think about uh, continuing to expand this work, right, and, 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 and expanding the practices beyond a few, what do you feel like are the most important skills that people need to think about and develop to strengthen their coaching mindset? if you will, or that coaching practice.
1: Listening. (laughs) (laughs) Listening is so important. And really listening to hear what people are saying. Mm. Um, That was a skill for me, you know, I, I can, one of my struggles was, you know, I've always been that one to kind of help people know you know, help lead them in what direction to go and what to do next. And so in in shifting with more coaching, I've learned to to really listen and and hear what people are saying. Um, that's so important. You know, the next step really is you must I believe, I believe with all with all of my heart, you've got to be selfless. Mm. A selfless person. And and I mean that I don't mean that in a, oh, we need to, you know, that we have no confidence or that we mm-hmm, are insecure mm-hmm. i'm not saying that at all the most secure people are the people that are the most selfless i mm-hmm. believe because mm-hmm. you truly want what's best for that person in front of you
0: yeah
1: i want to make sure that every conversation I have a personal goal that I, with every coaching conversation, when someone is at in my office, my goal is, because I I take a mental snapshot of how they looked when they walked through my door. So -hmm. when they first enter my office, I have a snapshot. And then I always do a snapshot of when they walk out of my office. Mm -hmm. And I just, my personal goal every time is to make sure that I have maybe some way communicated in a way that, you know, they've been able to. Number, yes, certainly feel better, but that, that they're prompted to action to yeah. really make a, a needed change that's going to that's going to bring some some really good benefits in their lives. And so um, I just I think it's important that we have the that person they're at best interest. It's not about what I say. Yeah, it yeah. cannot be about what I'm saying. It must be about them. What are they needing? I have to listen for that. I have to, you know, certainly, you know, the communication is key um, consistency is key, keeping those conversations going. And, and that's something too, that a coaching program offers is, you know, you, you decide with that person, what's best for you. Should we visit monthly? Should we visit every two weeks? Um, is it something that's really, we need to be visiting weekly for this, you know, for yeah. this season. Yeah. Um, and so being consistent, um, and, and just that commitment, that I'm committed to this with you. Mm -hmm. And we want you know, we I want to see you um, really, you know, rise above whatever it is, or just just be a better leader. um, And and have those have those victory stories yourself.
0: Yeah, it's that.
1: Yeah. When I
0: was trained, they would talk about hold the big A agenda. The big A agenda is their agenda. The little A agenda is your agenda. Hold yes. that real loosely. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, and that that is one of the things to be aware of when you are internal mm-hmm. is because as an organization, you do have an agenda. Mm-hmm. And, and how do you sort of hold both of those, you know, with some... I know, for me, it was always, (laughs) I'm going to give more more attention to the person's agenda than to the organization's. Mm -hmm. Um, But but being okay, that they might want something that's different than what you want for them. Mm -hmm. They might need something that's different than what you've needed if you were in a similar situation. And how do you how do you support that? One of the things I'm curious about is if you've had to navigate um, yet, people potentially looking for other opportunities, whether it's internally or even externally. And I, and I, I asked this because at my last company, we had a fair number of folks who, because of the coaching, realized that they wanted to do different work. You know, we had people who left um, our company who were amazing because they realized they really wanted to get into nursing. They Mm -hmm. wanted to go back to school. They, you know, and I, I remember one of our leaders, was like Sarah you're coaching our people out the door and i thought you know yeah but if they're disengaged and they stay <laughs> what's the cost but um but that is a risk and and i, I don't th- I, see i don't look at that as a risk because i think what a gift if we as an organization can say, you've given us your time and we're going to pour into you and invest into you, and if you find out and decide that this isn't the right place, I want you to leave feeling so good about your relationship with us. I want you to leave and tell your friends, you should work for this company, right? Like, I don't look at that as a risk because let's be real, jobs are temporary mm-hmm. and seemingly becoming more temporary. So I'm curious if you've encountered that um, or if, have navigated any of that pushback from, from folks.
1: Mm-hmm. I have encountered it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I have. And and I think, too, a lot of that is the way we coach. And, and when we are very others focused, yeah. um, we pick up on dreams and goals mm. and passions. And, you know, really the heartbeat of the person, we pick up on that. And um, and so I have it, it and it's a challenge at times, you know, where y- you you certainly want to retain good talent, you yeah, know, yeah. within your organization. Um, I am blessed uh, that I work for a company that we really do care more about the person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've watched it, you know, there have been times when someone has left to pursue a different role or a different dream and um and we have literally you know we have been the ones to cheer them on and mm. to encourage them i am a testimony of that believe it or not yeah um, i worked for first community bank um and my due to some ministry changes with my husband we left and um, and so i left the bank and we moved um to texas and um I'll never forget when I left, you know, I was i, I my last day here, you know, I, they were there to support me and encourage me and, and of course say, if you need anything, you just let us know. Or if you ever decide to come back, you have a home. Yeah. And I found my way back. And, you know, it's such a beautiful story of how I came back and then ended up in this role. Um, but I tell I tell our employees I'm a testimony of the mm. fact that we do encourage our people to go and grow and and expand and try new things if that's what they want to do. Um, and then if they decide that this is the place for them to find their way back. And we had a new hire meeting just this morning and one of our employees found their way back to us. Mm. And, and I always say, I love it when all roads lead you back home uh, <laughs> because it's such a good feeling to see them come back. But, but you know, I believe if you are encouraging people to really uncover what they're passionate about mm. You will not go wrong mm. by coaching them in that passion, mm. and I also always try to sh- help people see. I don't. Whatever your goal is, five years, ten years, what you're doing today is going to impact that goal. Yeah. You are, if you are faithful in the things that you're doing now. If you, if you use every day as a growing opportunity, learn everything you can, engage, do everything you can. It will. You will be led to the next thing if that's what's if that is the plan but take it take advantage of what the opportunity that you have today it's not just coming to work that it's not about that it's about that bigger picture of life and we get to we do life together here and it's such a beautiful thing to be able to do that and you know watch people really discover i just had a conversation this morning with someone who's really going toward a, a really big goal and and um, and we talked about you know kind of looking at that and 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 seeing you know what they need to do to develop and uh, but also i i always say but you're here today so what can you learn today? How can you grow? How can you be better? And it's, it's just beautiful. And in the walls of every workplace, there are so many opportunities. Um, and so I think it just depends on the person. But some people, you can really get those passions and engage them with what they're doing right here. Mm-hmm. And with others if they decide to you know to go and explore something else we're going to cheer them on and um if they decide that they want to come back we're going to welcome them back but that's a that's a healthy workplace
0: yeah yeah it's um it's it's such a transformative investment in saying, we see you as people, not just as workers. Yes, we're, we're not just doing this so that we can increase your productivity. We're doing this because we believe in you as a person. And I see where companies who are able to have more moments where they're pe- tr- truly people first, just perform better, progress better. When they're able to see their people for the individual skills they bring, for their unique backgrounds that they bring, for their different perspectives they bring, when they invest in that whole person and make space for that whole person, they, they, they inevitably outperform. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it is such a beautiful investment in the human to say, hey, we see you as who you are, not just who you are in this role. Uh, we can support that and uh, want to support that. And, you know, and also the thing that I've, I've found as well is that coaching can be really powerful, um, like making sure that we're, um, what do I want to say, like an equal opportunity, like a like making sure it's available to everyone, mm-hmm. right? Making sure it's available to all levels, making sure it's not just available to one group and not the other, mm-hmm. um, can be such a powerful way, again, to show this this complete investment of the people who are giving them your your time. You know, I, th- mm-hmm. I, th- I think sometimes organizations, we think, well, we're paying you and you should just give us your time. Like that person is giving us, they're literally their most precious commodity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is their time, you know? And how do we how do we match that and how do we meet that? As you think about where you're at, if you, okay, let's 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 look at the snapshot of where you are now with the program, with the experiences, with what you've been able to accomplish so far. When you look at what's the snapshot, Danita, you want it to be two years from now? You know, when you think about where you your visions for the, the movement that you're making and the the progress that that this program is um, an approach, I should say, is making what's the like, what do you want to be celebrating in two years?
1: I would love to see because I see the need and um, I've been able to experience, you know, just the the need, but also the the, the value of this. Um, I would love to train some more coaches um, and have coaches. We I'd love to have a coach in every region. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we are very big. I mean, we are, we're a company that's, um, you know, we're over 570 employees at this point. We're um, over the, st- across the state of Arkansas, Southwest Missouri. And we have a lot of regions. And so I think that there's, there could be a day where we have, um, you know, someone in every region that's a certified coach um, that's able to really, you know, help in that in that area um and you know and really uh just to continue to educate our employees on the benefits of it and to help them to understand the gift Mm. of what it is and um and that's that's slowly you know really beginning to, to grow but um just to continue that and um and then utilizing it through you know a lot of av- avenues of training and um but again you know i i, I said a couple of, just a few months ago if you know if the day comes that i'm not needed anymore because everyone else is they're coaching one another i think that's a beautiful goal yeah um you know i i don't have a problem coaching myself out of a job because right. if everyone is you know if they're growing and they're and they are coaching one another and that's what i'm seeing um then, you know, that might be the avenue that we take as mm-hmm. well. And so mm-hmm. I think it's just to see, you know where where is it going to go um, and to continue to be faithful um, with every single person um, that's in front of me, you know, every day and and then see where it goes from there. Yeah, I love it.
0: I love it so much. and i, I I've been able to witness firsthand the impact that this has had on on so many so many groups, so many levels, and just the, it's been such a pleasure and an honor for me to walk alongside you in this as you've been charting this path forward. Danita, the que- I want to ask you the question we ask every new guest on our show, because this is all about how do we think differently about our conversations and reflect back. So, share with us a conversation. This could be personal, professional. This could be a conversation you had with yourself or maybe with someone else that transformed you.
1: For me, um, there, there's a verse that says, um, you know, who knows? Maybe you've been called for such a time as this. Mm. Um, and so for me personally, it's that this is my this is the time that I have for whatever time I have on this earth. Um, this is this is what I've been given. And I want to make certain that I am making an impact for good um, and that I've been planted where I am for such a time as this mm. and that I'm doing the right things and helping the right you know helping the people that are placed in front of me. Um, and so that's kind of my my mission uh, for to, you know, just to be faithful in in where I am. And then um, I, every single morning I just wake up and I say, you know, I'm available, whatever mm-hmm. is needed today. And and I think that's a, that's something that especially if you're if in coaching, it's very important um, because you never know what a day is going to hold. And we yeah. can have an agenda, but my agenda changes very regularly based mm-hmm. on the needs of whoever's in front of me in that moment. And so be available, um, you know, where whatever that looks like for you, um, just to make sure that you're available to to those to whoever needs you in that moment. And um, the ripple effect will will be good.
0: I love that. I mean, what a great and I and I know in our conversations, faith is a really important part of you and your life and your purpose. And I also love that gift of that language can apply no matter your beliefs That's of right. just like today I'm available. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm present. I get kind of goosebumps mm-hmm. thinking about that, of just I'm 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 available for whatever crosses my path. Mm-hmm. And and also, you know what it's inspiring me to think about is, you know, and this will be a conversation for another day, is in doing this work what do we need to do to make sure we can stay available? What do we need Mm. to do to make sure we can stay present? What do we need to do to take care of ourselves? Because like you said, some days are heavy. Yes, Some days are hard. You don't know what's coming across your path. And so, I I love that that prompt of, I'm available today. And if you aren't, what do you need to do then, right? Mm-hmm. I, that's such a gift. Thank you for that. Danita, I'm sure there are people who are listening who might want to pick your brain or learn more about the work you're doing or what you're learning. So what would be the best way for people to connect with you who may want to reach out and learn more about um, this great coaching culture you've been building?
1: Well, certainly um, you, i can. I. have can be reached by email. Um, that's something and that we can include that in, I don't know if yeah, you we have can do that in the things. show notes. Show notes. <laughs> we can include yeah. that. Um, I do have a, I have a personal website that I um, use because I do f- i do personal coaching outside as well still yeah, and I enjoy that please tell us what's um, your website and you can just, promote that here yeah it's just danitahigh.org. um okay. and so that's just something um you know it's it's really it's it's again it's not about me i'm blessed to get to do what i love every day within the walls of our bank and i'm very thankful for that and i'm thankful you know just for the opportunity to help others whatever that looks like whatever they need and um and I think as long as we're doing that and we're helping one another, this world will be a better place.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Well, we'll be sure to put your email as well as your personal website on because somebody might be listening and going, she's who I need to work with, you know, or I'm curious to explore that. So Danita, thank you so much for coming on the show and, you, and sharing Sarah. what you've been learning and inspiring others to you know create a bigger ripple. I'm so grateful for you. Thank
1: you. I'm certainly grateful for you. Our guest this week has been Danita High. And one
0: of the things I'm totally stealing from her, but it's not stealing because she offered it up and I'm going to give her credit is, I love that practice of a snapshot. The before and the after, and we were talking off camera of what does it look like to be like, what's the snapshot you want to take as well? And I think that's such a, that's such a simple gift we can do for ourselves at the not just the beginning of the year, but any time. but we can also do with our team members we support or our family members. So, I just love that practice of the snapshot. And we want to hear from you, as we always do. We'd love to hear what resonated, what came up for you, what questions you have. And you can always do that by sending us an email at podcast at saranulwilson.com, or you can send me a DM on social media where they're always open on... Well, I should be really specific now, folks. You'll find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. I got off the The Twitters. Okay, so and if you'd like to support the show, you can do so in two ways. First is be sure to rate, review and subscribe to the show on your preferred podcast platform. This helps us get increased exposure and be able to bring on great guests like Miss Danita. Hi, and you can consider becoming a patron where your financial support will support this incredible team. Go to patreon.com slash conversations on conversations. You'll also get some pretty great swag. I just want to do a final thing. Thank you to the team that makes the show possible to our producer, Nick Wilson, our sound editor, Drew Knoll, our transcriptionist, Becky Reinert, our marketing consultant, Jessica Burge, and the rest of the Snowco crew. And a big final thank you to our guest, Anita High for sharing with us all the tips and lessons and traps of creating a coaching culture. This has been Conversations on Conversations. Thank you all so much for listening. And remember... When we can change the conversations we have with ourselves and others, we can change the world. So till next week, my friends, be sure to rest, rehydrate, stay cool for those of us who are in the warm spot, and we'll see you again soon.